Greetings, fellow Wordlings, and thanks for tuning in to another episode of And Another Thing with Dave, seeking the truth and exposing the lies. I'm your host, Dave Smith. All right, let's get into it. But don't you think there's a problem with rather than telling the child to accept their body and accept who they are um, versus trying to get them to, to... want to change their body don't you think there's a problem with that aren't we building human beings that are not going to be satisfied with what they were born with i mean isn't do you feel like that's not an issue at all i can understand where this question is coming from and i'm going to try to answer it in like i'm going to explain it in the most cohesive way that I can without getting too far into detail about the um, psychology behind it. It's not a matter of being upset about your body. It's more about the treatment from other people and how you are socialized and how just in general you are treated by, like, uh, by others. Because we treat men and women very differently in society. The way that men and women are socialized since, like, from birth all the way up to adulthood is very different. Women will have wildly different experiences from men. That's, and I, I'm not sure if that's a controversial thing to say, but I feel like it is true. <laughs> Dude, I mean, that, that, that's, like, really well put. Uh, no, I think and the thing is, is this is coming from someone who was for a good period of time forced to be socialized as female. I was forced into that female social category. And for a lot of adults in my life at the time, they really, really rejected the idea of me like being socialized as a male, even though mm-hmm. I wanted it very very badly it doesn't matter how much you try to reassure someone that they should just love themselves and their body and like what's happening they you will still have that discomfort in your mind you will still have that like discomfort with yourself because it's not just about physical body it's about your entire state of being in society Mm. Yeah, that makes perfect sense. Yeah, Seth, golly, you got it. You're very holy. Okay, I'm I'm not going to dote on you, but damn. Okay, yeah, boom. Like I, I, this is because that is a question that pops up a lot when it comes to the quote unquote trans debate. It's a lot of people think that you're forcing like body image issues when that's only a very small part of what this entire thing is about. <laughs> because yeah, when, and it, when it comes to my body, comfort, that is a completely different area than versus how I want to be treated as a person. And that's right. and what the issue is trying to tackle, how you are treated as a person, how you are socialized, just your general comfort, just live just being in the world 
absolutely and that that has a huge ramification the level of of societal acceptance and inclusion has a huge effect on a person's psyche i mean it wasn't that long ago where you know if you were uh, shunned from the tribe you would wither away and die because you wouldn't be able to provide you know food and shelter for yourself um you know so we haven't come that far from you know hunter gatherer caveman hunter gatherer societies uh we're still we're still that same being really so um societal and social inclusion i would say is is a a necessity for survival still or exclusion too like you know in the 50s you know back into the 40s um anybody different really either you're put into clinical trials and where you receive some terrible illness or you were sterilized and, the, and these are just people who were just, just, just not like you know the 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 eighty percent of people, and so we're looking at, you know, oh, you can't live your way of life, sorry, because you you chose wheat bread over white bread, and we was the only thing I like it's brown sugar and white bread. You know what I mean? Like it's just it's just okay. So a different way of life than, than as someone saying like common society. Well, it's not common society. Society's not common. <laughs> Uh, and so I think that's something to look at it is how like, look at the forties and fifties guys. Um, worst, okay, yeah, cars cars gave us a lot of money, but it was one of the worst times as far as as far as as far as diversity, as far as the understanding of people who didn't walk out of the womb with a crew cut and a collared shirt. You know what I'm saying? Uh, mm-hmm. So I think that, that's that's important. Like 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 there's yeah yeah. I mean I think yeah yeah yeah. It's a great point. Got another message here from Let's yep. Just Think. Yeah, that's a very interesting uh, perspective. I, I'd like you to elaborate a little bit more, if you could, on the state of mind that um, you are put in when you cannot um, identify um, from the outward appearance with what's happening on the inside. Um, is it possible for you to elaborate a little bit further? Okay, I can elaborate this. I'm going to start it off with an analogy to just kind of help people who are not trans identify with this. Imagine, like, imagine your morning routine. You wake up, you choose specific clothes, you do your hair in a specific way, you choose things about your life to display to others. Because that is how you wish to display yourself, and it's how you want to be seen. There are many aspects about you as a person that you do that you just put out there because it is a reflection of who you are. It's your personality. It's your identity. It is the same thing goes for people who go through transition or people who have gender dysphoria in that misalignment with their body and their mind. It is very, very frustrating when you cannot outwardly put your identity out there, when you are not being viewed as the gender that you wish to be perceived as, it can become very mentally damaging. 
because this entire time you're just like no this is like who i am this is like this is just me it's your very state of being it is who you are at your core like i would go as far to say like it is basically just entwined into your soul and to have people constantly correct you or say like no that isn't you like you're like this it like you start to like lose your mind it has the same sort of effect as like someone trying to gaslight you <laughs> because you're just for like whatever reason be it someone not wanting you to transition someone not agreeing with it this that and other it's it it's just it's very difficult like imagine like imagine for a second you like wake up and you're just like yeah this is me this is who i am here are my likes here are my interests here's my interests this is my fashion choice and then everyone around you all your friends your family your closest loved ones just refuse to acknowledge anything about you about your interests your personality any of that and they just label you as something else like i feel like anyone would go crazy after that <laughs> like it's yeah. it is the best way that i can describe what that misalignment is like because yeah i mean i think gaslighting not, sorry you're just not like people just aren't seeing the reflection of just who you are as a person and yeah. it then that also has a lot of effects in like society with once again how we treat men and women for me personally when i was a child i like i was very very angry all of the time because of this because i was being perceived as like a little girl and they're like oh you're just like you're so pretty you're just like a little girl you're like a little princess and i hated it because i wasn't taken as serious or i wasn't being treated like all of the other boys oh yeah I was always like overlooked or just like overshadowed and when I and I was often judged and scrutinized by my own like choices as a kid be it with what I wanted to wear what toys I wanted to play with I was always really like just kind of pushed down in a sense and I remember having that insane feeling of anger because i didn't feel seen i felt like i was just being constantly disrespected and i didn't understand why all of the other kids could have that respect they were able to like play with play with what they wanted to play with or look how they felt comfortable looking but i couldn't because i was a girl and like i can't just that sort of thing i can imagine that being immensely frustrating Oh, yes, it is a very mentally draining thing. And it is why I, I, I hesitate bringing this up, but I feel like it is relevant. The suicide rate for people who identify as trans is very high. And this is one of the factors as to why it is very high in the first place, because it is very mentally draining and super like taxing to have to deal with this constantly yeah i mean i love your 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 how you bring it over to gaslighting that's a very like i mean because then the 
it's like, yeah, so if someone's like gaslighting you, they're telling you that your sense of reality is incorrect, that you're mad, that, you know, that doesn't, I mean, that's a very well put way of to bring things back and in, into other communities and in, into the general understanding because you have something like, no, 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 you're not a boy, you're a girl, you're, no, you don't get it. No, no, you're a girl, you're a girl. It's like, whoa, 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 like tap the brakes. <laughs> uh, like, you know, and so, and it's over and over and over. And that would drive you, drive you mad. And gaslighting will drive you mad. And so I can only imagine having it as a cultural thing coming at you than just one person. Like people say, oh, yeah, you know, my wife gaslit me. Imagine my family, society, or at least, my, or, or at least I feel this way. I feel the family. I mean, that's really, I, th- I think it's a great, 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 great parallel there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, that was a great description. Appreciate that. Any more questions from our listeners? We got who do we got? Let me give a shout out here. We got Midnight, Let's Just Think, Auntie T, Sky, Dale, and Stay True G. Thank you all for chiming in. Got our much esteemed guest of the hour, Seth, Professor, and myself, and another thing with Dave, hanging out with y'all, shooting the shite. Digging deep, peeling back the layers of the onion. So grateful for Seth for coming on and and uh, and being an open and and giving us some real perspective here. I'm I'm learning, you know. I just love it. I just love all of it. And I think I think Dave. I think Dave. You know, bringing this topic in, and then Dave, Dave, you being able to like you know like how we open the conversation and Seth. Like I'm so I mean, I'm just really glad to be a part of the conversation. I'm so happy to be in this panel. I think this is one of the most productive panels I've been a part of. Mm-hmm. I think it's a fantastic thing. I think I think it's a great conversation. I'm just happy to be here, man. Thanks for having me, dude. I try as best as I can to be as like informational as I can when it comes to topics like this, because more often than not, I see it kind of devolve into a lot of opinionated just discussion. That's just kind of more like skewed towards like one way or like the other. Yeah, and you know, I think that's kind of human nature. I think a lot of it is like we said before, the our overly sensationalistic media um that's vying for advertising dollars and therefore viewership. Um and let's be real, that you know, all of our media outlets are owned by six corporations. So there's an agenda behind every everything you see on the news. There's a there's a corporate agenda behind that. So I think it's it's really nice to be able to lose that and have a real conversation. Um, mm-hmm. You know, everybody everybody has opinions, but as soon as you start thinking your opinion is the quote unquote truth then I think that's where we get into uh, a slippery slope, right? You know, it's, it's normal to have a personal bias and a personal opinion, but it's very important to, to maintain the, the flexibility and the ability for that opinion to change when more information is added to the equation. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. Good point. Very good point. Got a couple more messages here. Who do we got? Let's see. Message from Let's Just Think. Now that uh, you have transitioned, you feel like you have gotten what it was you were searching for. 
Is there a feeling of satisfaction? I, okay. So, mostly because, like, my transition was partially for my own physical health related to just my conditions of just what I went through with puberty. Like, that that's just, like, one aspect of it. However, I will say that doing this and leaning over to being socialized in the other category of being seen as male has, I, I don't want to say that it just, like, made me feel better. I am very, very certain that if I did not go down this path, I would have been dead. It is something that has been such a crucial thing in my life that I can't imagine, I, I can't imagine my life not being seen as a male, being treated as a male, just kind of living my life this way. And for me personally, it's more about just how others have, tr like, will treat me. It's, it's more about just my role in the world. Mm. My physical body is a completely other thing, as it is for most trans people. Um, but a lot of the discomfort that I had came from how I was treated by others. And now that I am at a point to where people see me, they're just like, yeah, that's just a guy. It's, it's just a dude, you know? <laughs> um, I am infinitely more happier than I would ever be if I tried to pretend to be a woman. And I feel like well, not even feel, I know that is the case for most trans people. Because I'm trying to think back to, to the point in my life to where I was seen as like a female and what was going on in that time. And I just, I, I can't fathom trying to live that way. Like it is so... It's it's such an insane concept to me to imagine myself trying to live as a woman, because it's it 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 just it feels unreal. Like it, like that it feels like a Looney Tune cartoon scenario, like to me almost, because it yeah. it's just ridiculous. Because like I know like that's just not me. Oh, yeah. Well put. Well put. Yep. Great answer. Another one from Let's Just Think. Thank you for sharing your perspective. Appreciate it. So, there's actually, yeah. so, so, you know, we've ended up in the conversation, you know, we are where we're at. Um, do, do you feel this being constructive for the trans community? Oh, yeah. This, oh, yes, absolutely. Um, I feel like there should be more discussion with, like, more trans voices that are platformed, not only in this way, but in a lot of other ways, because, once again, more often than not, you just see a lot of, like, clickbaity titles about just trans children. But, um, I, I feel like 
more just average trans and or intersex people just should be able to have these conversations. I, I feel like yeah, there is a constructive conversations around these topics. No, I agree. I would like I would like to uh I would like to, to, to try to um you know be an avenue where people can share their experiences and um mm -hmm. you know their their longings their you know the places where society can can improve to meet them where they are um, how we can all grow together as a society um you know inclusion is everything so yeah so i, I followed you i would love to maybe have another conversation and um Maybe expand the panel, expand the the breadth of the conversation. Um, hear hear from a variety. Of, I would love to hear from a, a variety of people on there. That's it for this episode. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of And Another Thing with Dave. And remember, if you're digging what I'm doing, picking up what I'm putting down, please spread it around with friends and on social media. Reviews on Spotify Podcasts and Apple Podcasts are greatly appreciated. All right. Until next time.